John chapter 1. This is the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. And now verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Lord God, this is your holy word, and we are your people by your grace. Prepare us now to come before you and fill us with your spirit, that we might understand your word and rejoice in our salvation in Jesus Christ, and we pray in his name, amen. We may have noticed on page 13, we have the Apostles' Creed. We will be reciting that this morning together. And uh, the Apostles' Creed begins, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And uh, I believe there are probably many people who are not Christians, some who say they are, but are not uh, truly converted or are not Trinitarian, who could probably assent to the creed maybe up to this point. They could say, I believe in God, I believe there is a God, Uh, maybe he's almighty and uh, he's made, he's a creator. But at this point, um, then it says, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Well, that phrase would separate everybody else, them from us. And I'd like to share a little bit this morning about that phrase. I've shared about the other phrases in two previous uh, uh, meditations. But uh, before we we recite the creed this morning uh, and then come to the table of the Lord, I wanted to think briefly about what it means when we declare that we believe, or or actually you're saying I believe when you say this, but we believe that Jesus Christ is the only Son of God, And what it is that when we say that he is our Lord, and we say this all the time, and it's good to think about, well, what do those words mean? Again, first of all, when we say his name, Jesus Christ, we should know that Jesus, that's his personal name, uh, it indicates his human nature, uh, means Savior. Most of us know that. And then Christ is his title, and it means that he is the Messiah, the anointed one, the deliverer of his people. And so every time we pray in his name, we are acknowledging uh, what his name means. He is our Savior. He is our Deliverer. He is the Anointed One. And when we call him our Lord, we are actually saying that he has universal authority. Certainly he has authority over us, but he has universal authority. He is Jehovah. He rules all. He governs all. And he has all dominion. And in the personal sense, when we say he is our Lord... We're saying that he is our, he is my loving master. He is the loving master of his elect. So when we declare that he is the only son of God, we are saying that he is of one substance with the Father. And like Rodney shared last week uh, from the catechism number four, uh, he was speaking about God. Uh, we can also say about Jesus, he is infinite, eternal, and unchangeable in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. He is God. And the confession in uh, number 21, the question it asks is, who is the Redeemer of God's elect? And the answer is, the only Redeemer of God's elect is the Lord Jesus Christ, who, being the eternal Son of God, became man, and so was and continues to be God and man in two distinct natures and one person forever. And so we honor the Son in the same way that we honor the Father. And we do so for basically four reasons. The first reason is, He's called God in many places in Scripture. He is called God. Uh, Secondly, he has the attributes of God. 
Uh, third, he is able to do the mighty works of God. And then fourth, he is given the worship that belongs to God. So first of all, he is called God. We all know when uh, Jesus asked Peter, you know, who, who do other people say that I am? And, and he gave an answer. And then he said, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, without hesitation probably, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then we, know, we all know about Thomas. You know, after the resurrection, uh, he had to see Jesus before he would believe. Uh, but when he saw him and he put his hand on, the, uh, on his side, he said, my Lord and my God. Probably the briefest statement in the New Testament on who, are, who we worship every week. My Lord and my God. And then at his baptism, Jesus was acknowledged by the Father. The Father said, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Also in John 17, Jesus spoke these words. He said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And then in Isaiah 9, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So Jesus is called God. He is God. And the secondly, he has the attributes of God. Uh, as we read in John 1, it says, All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In Colossians 1, it also says, For by him... That is Jesus. All things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. He is God. He was uh, creating at the beginning. Thirdly, he is able to do the mighty works of God. In John 5, it says, For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. And then number four, the fourth uh, reason, he is given the worship that belongs to God. In Revelation 5, it says, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever. So Jesus Christ is called God in the scriptures, in many places. He has the attributes of God. He does the works of God, and he is worshipped as God. So as we say the Apostles' Creed uh, this morning together, and then come to the table of the Lord, we are declaring verbally, first of all, and then by our actions, that we believe that Jesus Christ is the only Son of God, and that he alone is our Lord. Brothers and sisters, let's declare what we believe together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, you have given us grace to be able to declare these truths together this morning, and we worship you, our God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Lord Jesus, we come to this table to remember who you are and to remember your work on the cross to redeem us, your broken body, and your spilled blood, and to say by our actions that we believe you are the only Son of God and our Lord. And we pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.